Hey, hey, y'all. It's me, Robin. And just real quick before we get to today's episode, if you are loving listening to the podcast, or maybe you don't know because you've just pressed play for the first time ever, but if you like to listen to things in your earbuds, you are going to be so happy to know that Raising Kids with Big Baffling Behaviors is now released as an audiobook. You can get it in Audible or wherever else you get your audiobooks. And of course, you can still get it in print and ebook. If you go to robingobel.com slash book, it's going to give you all the options, including that you could order a signed copy from my local bookstore. Alrighty, y'all. Here's that podcast episode you're waiting for. So when your kid's behavior is baffling and yours is too sometimes, yeah, I know. Let's take a break from all the bamboozle here on the baffling behavior show. Hey everybody, it's me, Robin, and I am tuning in to y'all for a real quick bonus episode. You may have heard that the club is open for new members. We opened on September 26th and I plan to stay open until October 3rd or until we reach capacity, though I expect we probably will stay open until October 3rd. And I know that maybe you don't know anything about the club and maybe you're curious about the club and maybe you just do not have time to go to the website and watch the videos and read all the goodness all about the club. So I wanted to make it as easy for you as possible and just record a quick podcast giving you the overview to the club. If you're thinking about joining the club by the time this episode is over, you should have a really good idea of whether the club is right for you and your family. So let's go way back. I want to talk about how the club started. And I came up with the idea for the club for some sort of virtual community for parents of kids with complex trauma, vulnerable nervous systems, these big baffling behaviors. I started really tossing this idea around in the fall of 2020. So let's contextualize that just a bit. The fall of 2020, we were what, six-ish months into this pandemic. We were realizing, you know, for real that the pandemic wasn't really going to go anywhere. And what that meant was lots of kids and families without access to the services they really needed. And also lots of professionals who were floundering, burnt out, figuring out how I said triggering, (laughs) uh, figuring out how to support the most vulnerable kids and families in a virtual setting and with all the other barriers that were kind of being piled on during this time of the pandemic. I wasn't seeing clients one-on-one for individual therapy at this time. We had moved across the country the year prior. And though I had planned to start a new therapy practice in our new town here um, in West Michigan, we moved here from Austin, Texas. I planned to start a new therapy practice, but then the pandemic happened and everything got turned upside down. And I didn't really want to start a practice 
like seeing kids virtually, but really actually more than that, my, my colleagues needed me, my, my professional colleagues needed me. And so I spent most of 2020 doing consultation and professional training online to really kind of hold and support all of the therapists and educators and helpers out in the world who are trying to kind of hold it together and keep showing up for for y'all during this like just unimaginable hard 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 season so by the time we're getting to the fall of 2020, it's becoming more and more clear to me. I'm probably not going to go back to seeing clients in the office one-on-one anytime soon. Not only is the pandemic happening, but we're having some pretty significant crisis, um, health-related crisis in my own family. And I sat down and thought about things, got creative, took everything that I had learned up to that point about connecting with folks and offering services online in a virtual format. And I thought, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way that I can't make up for what folks aren't getting or what they're missing or needing and from a therapeutic experience. So many folks don't have access to that in the first place. And of course the pandemic just increased all of all of our barriers so significantly. And I again I, I was like, I, I know I can't recreate on a large scale what people get out of bringing their kids to therapy, but there's got to be something else I can create, something else I can offer, something else I can do to support really struggling kids and families. So I spent some time just really thinking about what do I know about relational neuroscience? What do I know about interpersonal neurobiology? What do I know about why therapy works? And I thought about what I've observed about why therapy works as a therapist, like what I've observed in that chair, not just for kids, but for the parents who are bringing me their kids. And I also got really reflective on my own experiences in therapy. Like what really made the experience one that helped to strengthen the resilience of my own nervous system. And I wanted to get really curious about how much of that, how much of the experiences that seem to really strengthen my own stress response system, grow my own owl brain, as well as what really seemed to be helping the parents of the kids that I worked with really grow their owl brain how much of that really needed to be delivered or offered inside a traditional therapy setting versus how much is something I could create and offer in a different format that made it more accessible and more accessible in a lot of different ways, financially more accessible, logistically more accessible. Um, and I decided I wanted to experiment with the possibility of a virtual online community. So once I just made that choice, I then had to think, okay, so what's going to be in this community? How am I going to set this community up in a way that creates the possibility 
that the grownups and caregivers and the adults that access this community would get what they needed out of it, would have the opportunity to grow their owl brain, strengthen their stress response system, be with themselves and their kids in a more compassionate way. Because I knew that that's at the core of everything. That's really what mattered. I worked with kids and families for 15 years. And there certainly came a point in my experience with families that parents knew what to do. They had the tools. You all have the tools and they're not that hard to come by. What is so challenging is being able to actually use them, right? And parents struggle to do what they want to do the same for the same reason kids struggle to do what they want to do. They're not regulated enough. They're not connected enough to themselves and to others. And they're not experiencing enough felt safety. So again, I I take a lot of... I get a lot of felt safety from the science. So I kind of reverse engineers and I deconstructed like, what do I know about felt safety? What do I know about how felt safety is internalized by folks? Because the truth is, is that... If parents want to offer more felt safety to their kids, which all of you listening do, that's why you're here, how can parents do that before their child gets more regulated? And those two things can seem really hard, right? That it can seem almost impossible to regulate your own nervous system in the midst of all the chaos that's happening in your home. And so then we feel really stuck, right? Like if I can't regulate my own nervous system to be able to offer my own, to be able to offer my child some more felt safety, how are they ever going to become more safe? How are they ever going to become more regulated, right? And there's this big vicious cycle. I deconstructed the theory, I deconstructed the science. And, and, and the reality is, is that even though it's extremely hard, there is a way for people living in chaotic and dysregulating experiences to create more regulation, more connection, and more felt safety inside their own nervous system, even if nothing else around them, like in the, 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 the environment that they're in, changes. And the way that that happens is the exact same way that it happens for your kids. The way it happens for you is you get connection with somebody who is offering you connection, co-regulation, and felt safety. And slowly over time, that starts to change your nervous system and it starts to change the safety, the sense of safety that your nervous system kind of defaults or experiences. The actual science of that goes beyond what we're going to talk about in this little podcast episode. I train all my students on it and being with, but it's just, it goes beyond what we want to talk about in this podcast episode. So you might just have to take my word for it that the science the science that I understand it to be, the science of relational neuroscience and interpersonal neurobiology kind of does give a little map of how we can help parents and caregivers become more regulated, have more felt safety, even when things around them don't shift. And thank goodness it gives us that map because 
that's where the hope is, right? Like if we had to wait until things got more regulated in your home, like that would feel impossible, right? So took what I knew about that. And I said to myself, self, how can I offer this in a virtual community? The number one thing, believe it or not, that I do to offer this in a virtual community is that I created what's known as the Club Manifesto. And the Club Manifesto is things like regulated, connected kids who feel safe, do well. Regulated, connected parents who feel safe, parent the way that they want to. It includes things like we're all doing the very best that they can. Um, Everybody has infinite worth. There's a place for boundaries in connection and co-regulation-based parenting. We all assume everybody's always doing the very best that they can. I think I just said that one. So, and there's more to it. You can go check out the manifesto on my uh, on the webpage if you want to. But believe it or not, the manifesto is actually kind of the crux of the club because what that means is every member in the club knows that they are in community with people who believe those things. And that means every single member in the club is in community with people who believes that they a struggling parent who is sometimes parenting in ways that are horrifying to you. The parents in the club get to show up knowing they're surrounded by people that believe that despite that, you're doing the best, very best that you can. You're overflowing with infinite worth. That actually is what changes everything. When people start to look around and see that they are surrounded by people who believe in their worthiness of compassion and are consistently extending them compassion, not excusing, you know, challenging behaviors, but extending compassion because we all understand that our own challenging behaviors, our parenting challenging behaviors emerge from the same place our kids challenging behaviors emerge from, and that's from a lack of regulation, a lack of connection, and a lack of felt safety. Being in community, being surrounded by people who believe that is the primary thing that offers up change in the club. And it's subtle, and it's always just bubbling below the surface. Okay, It creates the core of what makes change possible inside the club. And then, of course, that's how we all interact with one another. I interact with you in that way. All the members interact with each other in that way. Eventually, members start to experience the truth that they're worthy and deserving of compassion. And the more compassion that they're willing to receive, the more they strengthen their stress response system, the more they strengthen their owl brain, the more they increase their capacity to stay regulated and connected and offer felt safety, even in the face of our kids' most challenging, baffling behaviors. Okay, so all of that's sort of like 
the frou-frou-y kind of stuff. It's, it's a way of being in the club and it is the most important parts. 100% hands down, it is the most important parts. I'm interrupting the show real quick because if you happen to be a new listener, you might find yourself being a little overwhelmed by all this information. That makes total sense. I mean, there's like 150 episodes plus all the free resources that are available over my website. It's just a lot. So many folks have asked me, where do I start? So I created a separate podcast stream called Start here. What I did is I took the 10 episodes that I want you to listen to first, and then I want you to listen to in this specific order, and I put them into a separate podcast stream so that you don't have to search for them. You can just press play and they'll play one after the other after the other. If you go to robingoblecom slash start here, you'll be able to get an invitation to subscribe, and then you'll be able to listen right in the same podcast app you're using right now. RobinGobel.com slash start here. And other things are important too. So of course, in the club, there's an enormous amount of resources, a very practical strategies. So we have an on-demand video library. On-demand means it's always there. You can watch videos whenever you want to. You can watch them. You can listen to them via audio as well as via audio in a podcast app, which makes them very accessible. You can also read the transcripts. So we make all of our educational materials available in all of those formats. And then we have what I call putting it into practice sessions where we take the strategies and science that have been you know, taught to y'all in, in what's called master classes. And we come back together and we have putting it into practice sessions. And that's where we all just hang out together and ask questions and I answer them and I help you put the theory into practice. Every live event that we have in the club, and I'll tell you more about live events in a moment, but every live event that we have in a club... Um, gets, except for connecting co-regulate sessions, I'll tell you about those in a session in a second. Every educational thing in the club gets recorded and stored in the on-demand video library so you can access them at any time. There are also additional videos in the on-demand video library that didn't start as club live experiences. There's a ton more master classes as well as um, things that I recorded and developed specifically for teaching you some of the, especially like the owl, watchdog, and possum brain strategies. The coolest thing about the club videos, again, is that it's on demand. Watch them whenever you want to get them in any format you need them. Then we also have a forum. And so if you've ever been a part of um, any kind of web-based forum, uh, news group, you know, f- Facebook group, you have some idea about what the forum looks like. And you can, you know, post something in the forum and folks will respond to it. So questions, resources, just looking for connection and support, 
anything. You can you can post anything related to parenting your child with a vulnerable nervous system and big baffling behavior in the forum. And I would say I probably respond to about 80%. I respond to most. Um, you know, sometimes life happens and I'm traveling or you know, things are happening that, that keep me from responding to every single post, but I won't say I respond to the vast majority of them. And I have two other coaches in the club, Katie and Laura, and they also are responding to the posts. Sometimes we both respond because it's always nice to get multiple perspectives. And then of course, all the other parents in the club are responding. So there's a lot of ways to get advice, resources, strategies, connection, co-regulation, all the things, all the things that we know really help to strengthen your owl brain. And then I've already touched on the fact that we have a lot of live events every month. Um, We always have at least four and we kind of alternate through or vary based on the month a masterclass and a putting it into practice. So again, putting it into practice sessions are where we all get together on video and we ask questions and and um, talk about how do we apply the theory to real life that we learned in the masterclass. We have sessions called Ask Anything Group Coaching, which are actually pretty similar to the putting it into practice sessions, except for they're open to any topic. Putting it into practice, we try to keep centered around the masterclass topic. Ask Anything Group Coaching is when we just show up and you ask questions and I answer them. And we've been going on those calls until they're done. Um, So sometimes they are a little longer than an hour. We just keep going. So everybody's had their question answered. We also are um, doing what I'm calling a hot seat. I might change the name for that. I don't love that name, but right now they're called hot seats. We do them about every other month and uh, members get to apply to have a 40-minute one-on-one session with me. And that session is offered live in the club. Folks come and watch and then it's recorded and it goes up in the video forum. So not only is it really helpful for the person, of course, who gets to be in the hot seat, but then it can be really helpful for everybody watching and observing. In fact, as a therapist and somebody who's watched a lot of sessions, I have sometimes found watching to be even more helpful than practicing myself um, because you get to be present in those sessions with just a bit different energy. Your owl brain is really present and reflective and, and sometimes it's just an even better way to learn than being the one in the session um, in the session yourself. And then we also have connect and co-regulate sessions every month. Those sessions are not recorded. They're just like kind of mini support groups. We meet on Zoom. We break up into smaller breakout sessions, breakout rooms. So, you know, four, five or six people for breakout rooms for exactly what I just said to connect and co-regulate. So they're not professionally led. There's no goal. There's no education. There's no coaching. It's just a time for members to be with one another, to offer connection, co-regulation, to receive connection and co-regulation. We typically do those twice a month. We have started offering a bonus 
experience in the club. And I'm calling it a bonus right now because I'm not sure how long we'll be able to offer this. It's, it depends on, um, you know, who I have to run these groups, but we've started offering, um, groups for siblings of dysregulated kids. They happen once a month for each age group. I have a 10 and up group and I have a nine and under group. And those are virtual groups for siblings of dysregulated kids. And they are professionally run by one of my coaches who has expertise and, you know, being with groups of kids. Those have been wonderful. I'm trying to describe the right word to, to, to think of, to describe these. Um, my coaches are enjoying them so much. The kids are enjoying them a lot. Um, they're pretty small right now because it's a brand new thing that we're still getting off the ground. Um, but they, it's been so meaningful to be able to offer this experience to the other kids in your home. Okay, so I talked about the on-demand video library. I talked about the forum. I talked about our live events and how most of those are recorded and put into the on-demand video library. Let me pause and think, what am I missing? Oh, I know what I really wanted to mention about the club is one of the things that I think makes the club work so well for members is that you get the opportunity to do what I call self-titrate. That um, research is pretty clear. Dr. Bruce Perry talks a lot about how it's moments of healing that really matter, that really make an impact uh, on uh, the, the resilience of our nervous system. And, you know, an hour a week of a support group or of therapy that's amazing. And there's a lot of other hours during the week. It's also for some folks kind of long that an hour that's intentionally focused on safety and connection and co-regulation and for some folks trauma processing, it can be kind of a lot. And we know that what really is healing to the brain and body and nervous system is moments of healing you know, moments of connection, moments of co-regulation, moments of felt safety, as opposed to, you know, like one hour once a week. Although don't get me wrong, as a therapist for a long time, I saw absolutely amazing things happen in therapy. I love therapy, big fan of therapy. I just also know there's other ways to bring healing to the nervous system. And for some folks, therapy is just not terribly accessible. And or for other folks, Maybe you are accessing therapy, but um, having something supplemental could be really helpful. So the club, by design, offers these moments of healing, right? Because it's not these hours. I mean, the live events are like an hour of something. But being able to come to the club when you want to and leave when you want to, check in when you want to, log out when you want to, that is crucial to how the club works. And again, there's this thing that I, I think of as like self-titration that even if you aren't aware of it, you come to the club when you need to and you don't come when you don't need to or when it's too much. 
Um, you leave when you're ready to leave, whether that means you, you know, leave your membership in the club or you just log out for the day. But having something where you can touch into and leave at exactly the pace that you want to. And again, in many ways, we don't even notice that we're engaging with experiencing experiences in this way. But if you pause and slow down, that is exactly what we're doing. We, we log in when we want to. We log out when we are done, when we don't need it anymore. And that is a little harder to recreate in in-person live services because they usually happen at a specific time for a specific length of time. And then there's time, you know, a lot of time in between. So with the club, it offers a new opportunity for folks where maybe like a week in between therapy is or in between appointments, whatever that appointment is, it's just too much, right? And they need more touch points of connection and co-regulation. And again, the, there's this magical piece of the self-titration. Some people just read. Some people just watch videos. Some people just list, you know read transcripts. Some people scroll the forum. Some people respond in the forum, but never post. Some people post a lot. Some people really enjoy being helpful in the club, right? So there's all these different ways that we get to trust ourselves and our own way of healing. And because the club is always there, right? It's a 24-7 thing. You can come and go as you please. You can engage as you please. And all the live events are are very clearly that way too. I'm so clear. Come when you can, leave when you need to, come late, leave early. There's just no rules besides, you know, inter- engaging with each other and the the way that we engage with one another by accordance of our manifesto, which is with lots of compassion and connection and co-regulation and safety, right? So it's that touch in, touch out when you need to that I have found to be a pretty integral part of what makes the club work. You know, for the parents who are telling me that their window of tolerance has grown, that their stress resilience has grown, that their capacity to be with their kids in impossibly hard situations, you know, that that's grown. And then of course, their capacity to actually use the tools and the strategies that we're offering. You know, those folks who are really experiencing a lot of benefit from the club, the reasons why is this kind of 24-7 access, touch in, touch out, use as you want to in a completely self-titrated way, as well as the the knowing, the implicit knowing that when you show up in the club, you're showing up in a place that is both giving and receiving of compassion. Those are so crucial. When I was a therapist in the office, what I noticed is that parents were using their kids' sessions as anchors, as moments of co-regulation for themselves. And that was phenomenal. Right? So many parents would come in and and they'd vent or they'd be frustrated or they'd tell me all about what's going on with their kid. And and I'd give them, you know, the connection and I'd see them and I'd maybe offer some suggestions on, you know, things that they can do to support their kid. And almost always then they'd kind of take a breath and and say like <sighs> I knew all these things. I know all these things. It's like, I need to come here 
and be reminded of them. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, what you need is to come here and kind of hit the reset button together, right? You get that connection and you get that co-regulation for me and we really can invite your owl brain back, right? And so I wanted to try to offer that in the club, a place for a touch point, a place for an anchor, a place you could get connection and co-regulation so that you could then bring your best, strongest owl brain to your kids, but also to you because you really deserve that. All right. Let me think about what else is practical I want to tell you about in the club. We don't meet on Facebook. The club happens um, on an online platform called Mighty Networks. And Mighty Networks is accessible both by app and um, on the browser. So it's really easy to get into the club on your smartphone, on an app, or if you spend a lot of time on a desktop or a laptop, you can log in really easily that way as well. The club is per family. And so when you join, if you have a parenting partner who also wants to join, we hook you up with that. So you get to have separate accounts, but you don't have to pay twice. So we help you get your parenting partner all logged in. Let's see, we put all recordings of things into a private podcast. So only club members have access, all the recordings. That means all the like the recordings of everything in the club, all the masterclasses, all the everything are accessible right in like the podcast app you're listening to right now, which can be an easier way to consume the audio just because of the way podcast apps work and how they save your places and, and how you don't have to log into anything extra, right? Like your podcast app's always open. So that's kind of a nice feature as well. Oh, if you are earning hours for anything, like you're, if you're a foster or adoptive parent and you need hours for your certif- certification, uh, we do give you certificates if you request them for any of the educational like videos that you watch. We, of course, can't promise that your organization or agency will take them. That's totally up to them. So you're going to want to check with them like what their requirements are for that. But we do offer certificates for you. Okay, so I think that's everything. This got a little longer than I anticipated. Big shocker for me, right, y'all? If you've listened you know, I just kind of talk a lot. Um, But also, I think I talked a lot because there's actually a lot in the club. Sometimes I worry that there's too much in it. And folks in the online, you know, community world who run online communities and um, you know, I've I've gained some knowledge from them about how to run an online community really well. They really caution against putting too much in a membership because it can overwhelm people. And when they get overwhelmed, you know, they leave. So I'm really cautious and aware of that. The absolute last thing I would want to do is ever overwhelm y'all. I mean, you're already really overwhelmed. So I try so hard to emphasize that the we want to approach the club like a buffet, right? When you go to a buffet restaurant, you don't attempt to eat everything. You don't need to, right? You eat what you want and that's it. And you get your money's worth. 
And the same is true with the club. We offer a lot of different things because families need a lot of different things, not because we think anybody needs every single thing that we offer. Oh, and I just remembered the last thing I'm going to say. I looked around my office and I saw my book. And that reminded me that we are going to start a book study over in the club. I think, I don't totally decided how we're going to do this yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to create a separate forum so that you don't have to see book study posts. If you don't want them, you can opt in. And also if they're in a separate forum, they'll be a lot easier to search and keep track of and, and find later. So since it'll be in a forum and it's in a membership, you know, an online community, it'll be asynchronous probably with some live events, um, live group discussions peppered here and there. But mostly the discussion will happen in the forum. And again, I'm sure I'll schedule um, some live times for us to come together and chat. And we're going to do it pretty slowly. We'll get started soon here in October and should be able to have it wrapped up by the end of the year. There's 12 chapters in the book. So I think we could probably take a chapter a week and be done by the end of this calendar. But again, we're going to go slowly because if there's too much on your mind, that's not good. But also because I think the real magic of the book is best experienced if we go slowly. All right. That really is everything. I My team is really um, accessible. So if you do have any more questions after listening to this entire podcast, head to robingobel.com slash the club. Read over everything on the uh, page there. And on that page will also be an email address that you can reach out to my assistant, Katie, who is all things in the club as well. And we will get your questions answered so that you can make a decision about whether you want to join or not. The club is pretty low risk. You, um, There's no minimum commitment. You can leave the club after just one month in it. And it's also really easy to leave the club. I make it, I mean, I think you're going to want to stay, but I make it really easy for you to leave when you're ready. Um, as far as it's very easy to find the buttons to push. Um, I don't do anything that makes it tricky. I really, really I'm constantly thinking about how I can make your life easier, not harder. And being able to leave the club when you're ready is a way I also try to make your life easier instead of harder. (sighs) Okay. Well, it probably goes without saying, we'd love to have you. It is the most amazing group of parents on the planet. Like it is my favorite thing to do. I leave every live event in the club with just this huge sigh of relief of how much I adore the parents in the club and how much my cup is filled from being able to 
create this experience for y'all in the club and then to watch the way that you care for and connect with one another and receive the care and connection from one another. Okay, robingobel.com. You know how to reach me. We'll answer your questions. We'd love to have you in the club. Bye. Are you ending this episode with maybe a big sigh of relief? Like, yes, finally, someone gets me and my kids. But also maybe a sense of like, okay, but now what? All right, y'all, I've got lots of possible now what? If you want to connect with me directly, like pick my brain, have access to me almost every day, not to mention hundreds of other parents from around the world who totally get what it's like to be you, then you're going to want to join us in the club. We have monthly live events, including groups for siblings of dysregulated kids, a huge video library with something like 80 or 90 videos, plus transcripts and certificates of completion. Plus, of course, a very active forum that I'm participating in every single day. We open for new members periodically. So go check robingobel.com slash the club. If we aren't open now, you can put yourself on the waiting list and I'll let you know the moment we open for new members. That's robingobel.com slash the club. Now, if you're a professional and you want to strengthen your capacity to work with the families of kids with big baffling behaviors and vulnerable nervous systems, plus use all of my materials, including a 12-module course that follows raising kids with big baffling behaviors, plus be included in an online searchable directory so families all over the world could find you, then you're looking for Being With, which is my year-long immersive training program that runs January through December. So you'll want to go to robingobel.com slash beingwith, read all about it. And if you're interested, put yourself on that waiting list too. Now, if you just maybe need a little extra connection and co-regulation, but don't feel like you need to join the club, then you can just keep listening to my podcast. Or you could go subscribe to my Start Here podcast, and that'll give you 10 episodes in order that will take you through cultivating a great foundation of parenting with regulation, connection, and felt safety. That's at robingobel.com slash start here. You have to go there. You can't just find it in your podcast app. Or you can get yourself a copy of Raising Kids with Big Baffling Behaviors, paper book, audio book, ebook. You can get that anywhere books are sold. Or you can just head to my website, download one of my very many free resources. I keep them all really easy to access at robingobel.com slash free resources. Webinars, masterclasses, ebooks, infographics, all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what of those things could be supportive of you or maybe to the other adults in your life who are helping support you and your child. 
There are just so many ways that you and I could be more connected and you can get the amount of co-regulation and support that you need. If it feels like a lot to remember, all you have to do is go to robingobel.com and take your time clicking around, seeing what I got there. I am so, so glad you and I are connected now. And I can't wait to be with you again soon in our next episode of The Baffling Behavior Show. Bye-bye, y'all.